Welcome to our December 12th worship service from North Coast United Methodist Church. Tears of joy are like the summer raindrops pierced by sunbeams. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you today and this time of worship. Amen. Let's join together in our call to worship. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to release the prisoners, to comfort all who mourn, to repair the ruined cities, prepare the way of the Lord, build for God a highway in the wilderness. Amen.
Let's have the kids come forward for children's time. We are on the third week of Advent. And today, we get to look at what it means to see Jesus' light of love, feel hope, and produce joy. I want to remind y'all something. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to be happy. Last week in, in the Bible study that I do, I, I use this narrative of the movie Hook. And the movie Hook is this movie where uh, Robin Williams plays a grown-up Peter Pan. And this grown-up Peter Pan forgets what it means to be a kid. This grown-up Peter Pan forgets what it means to experience love and, and hope. And because of that, forgets what it means to have a joyful, childlike spirit. And so he becomes a grown-up and he forgets how to fly. And throughout this whole movie, Peter Pan, Peter, remembers the love that he has for his kids. He remembers the hope that he had being the leaders of the Lost Boys. And Peter Pan remembers what it means when we find that one joy in our life that it really sets us free from worries and concerns. And it makes it possible for us to be happy, even when we're worried. I know that there's a lot that, that you guys worry about. Either it's your grades at school, or if you hurt a friend's feelings, or if you made a mistake at home. I know that there's a lot that you guys worry about. And I want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to worry about things because it means that these things are important to you. And if you worry about them, hopefully that you don't just sit in the worry, but hopefully that you're having the conversations with trusted adults that you can trust to help you figure out what to do. And as you have those conversations, hopefully it produces some joy that you can remember so that you can be happy, even though that you're working through things that you're worried about. I want you to know there's things in your lives that make you happy, and it's okay to do them at the right times, because every time that you connect to the things that make you happy, it brings you the love and the hope that you need to remember that you can be joyful and smile. It's okay to play Minecraft as long as you, you've got your homework done and you've done all your chores. It's, it's okay to run out and, and hit the soccer field as long as you got your homework done and you've done all of your chores. It's okay to sit and watch silly movies or silly cartoons as long as you've got your homework done and have done all your chores. Because when we're doing our chores and our our homework and we're living up to our responsibilities, sometimes we need that light of joy on the other side of it all to know that, you know, I'm doing these things and it's going to make me a better person. And at the other end of it all is this light of joy that I get to do the thing that God gave me to make me smile. So remember those things. Yeah, we, we have to live up to our responsibilities and sometimes that's hard. 
And sometimes there's hard things that we have to deal with, that we have to find a mentor to talk to, to care for him. But remember, there are lights of joy that God gave us, even through movies and video games and silly cartoons. There's places of happiness that God wants us to connect to so that we can remember God's love, see how that love makes hope, and that it's okay to be joyful and happy because of the things that God gave us. Dear God, thank you and remind us that you want us to be happy. Remind us of our responsibilities that we can live to them and remind us that when we get to the other side, there's places that we can be full of joy and happy and we can feel like that we're flying once again. In your son's precious name I pray, amen. Let's join together in prayer. With laughing hearts and joyous hope, we come to you, O God. With tired souls and withered dreams, we come to you, Holy One. In our joy and in our sorrow, we turn to you. Renew us with your love. Gather us into your strong embrace that we may know your presence and rejoice in your promised coming. With hopeful expectation, we pray. Amen. Let's join together in the prayer that Jesus Christ taught us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Baby.
Let's join together in our words of assurance. Rejoice and sing praise, for Christ's light is shining upon us. God's grace is filling us, and the Spirit's presence is making us whole. Rejoice and give thanks. Let's join together today in a special rephrasing of Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 55. Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Who has been mindful of me, a humble servant? For now, on all generations, will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is God's name. God's mercy extends to those who fear the Lord from generation to generation. God's arm is strong, performing mighty deeds and scattering the proud in their inmost thoughts. The Mighty One has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. The Lord has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. God has helped Israel, the Lord's servant, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, fulfilling the promise to our ancestors. Thank you, God, for the inspiration of this word. Amen. Let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, we thank you. We thank you that we, we exist within this light of love and hope so much that you produce joy in our lives, that you inspire us to happiness, that you motivate us to truly dance and sing and celebrate who you are for us. You make it possible for us to dance and sing, even in the moments that we are walking in the valley of the shadow of death, that you promise us that there is a place beside still waters where we can dance and sing and find rest, and we can just be transformed in your greatness. Today, God, as we celebrate the joining of the lights of hope, love, becoming the light of joy, help us to remember it's okay to sing and say glory, hallelujah. Be with us today, Lord. Amen. What a blessing it is to get to this point. I have noticed in my sermons that there is this, still this place within me that has been fighting for what's next that I have forgotten to enjoy where we are in the present. Way back a, a few weeks ago, it was during our November 14th sermon that I talked about Jesus Christ talking to the disciples who saw these beautiful temples and they were more worried about when the temple would be destroyed than being happy and joyful and filled with the Spirit within the moment. That narrative 
that so many of us have followed that I will share with you in a moment that it is even why that I'm standing here as a pastor. There is a place in our lives that we have been worried or a or even aching for conclusions that we forget to walk with joy in the journey so that we can truly celebrate what Jesus Christ is doing in our lives even when we walk through moments of being in places of darkness and confusion. Now, before I move forward, whenever I begin to lay out this narrative, I always point out, and I always make this long-winded explanation too, but I always point out, I am about to share with you a narrative that I don't want to be confused. So I want to share with you immediately I do not believe God makes bad things happen to force us to grow. I want you to hear it again. I do not believe God makes bad things happen to force us to grow. But here's what I believe. I believe we have the ability to grow, to change, to become new individuals when bad things happen in our lives. And instead of being focused on the bad, hurtful things, as we look for the lights of love and hope, even within these moments of worry and despair, I hope that we remember when we can see the love of our friends around us when we can feel the hope that is produced by that love, we get to these places of joy that we can sing and dance, even though we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I want you to know, I want you to know that no, I do not believe that God makes bad things happen for us to grow but I do believe we can grow when bad things happen. And I believe that it's okay to shout hallelujah. Realize that we are standing at the shores of peace and comfort because Jesus Christ walked side by side with us in moments of worry and despair shining God's light of love through the actions of Jesus Christ, producing hope when we realize that love is for one of all, and we can shout joy to the world because we realize that Christ has come and Christ is there. We don't always have to have the sermons that force us to say, this is wrong, let's go out and do something about it. It's okay every once in a while, for the Reverend Michael Drew Davis to say, glory, hallelujah. We have seen the light of love. We've seen the light of hope. And we get to be in a place of rejoicing and celebration. Because Jesus Christ loves us. Here's the thing. All of this is a shout of, of exclamation. This is just this loud, glorious shout of what grace really is. And when we meet these moments of joy, that we can rejoice 
it becomes us beginning to be more dependent on what Jesus Christ has done for us than us trying to figure out within the moment, what do I have to do? What do I have to do to get to the other side of this? When we get to the moment of rejoicing, it's not about anything that we can do. The moment of rejoicing becomes when we realize that Jesus Christ became the source of love that feeds the sources of hope. And Jesus Christ has already done oh so many things for us that we can just stop and we can let go and we can say, Thank you, Lord! Already caring for these things for me. It is the moment that we can shout for joy because Jesus Christ has already done the actions. Jesus Christ has already cared for things. When we exist in my personal explanation of what grace is, it's where we stop and Jesus Christ takes over to carry us where God wants us to be. We can stop trying to figure out how to do it on our own and we can ask for Christ through guidance, through showing us through the shepherd's staff where to go and where to move to. And we can just rejoice and say hallelujah, not overstressing ourselves over things we could never take care of our own anyway, but sitting in the place of joy and celebration because of what Jesus Christ has already done. One of my favorite phrases that I've ever heard anyone share. One of my favorite phrases that I've ever heard anyone share is when you feel like that you're at the end of your rope, let go. When you feel like you're at the end of your rope, let go. Now that's not a separation of responsibility. That's not giving up, and it's not saying I'm through with this and stepping away. When we let go of the rope of our self-imposed responsibilities, and we allow ourselves to fall in the loving arms of grace, that's not separating ourselves from responsibility. It's pushing ourselves to remember what we learned from John Wesley's explanation of justifying grace that Jesus Christ is reaching out for us and we need to reach back to Jesus Christ. Our responsibility becomes not living up to self-imposed priorities, but reaching back to Jesus Christ, who is trying to use the shepherd's staff to show us a way to reach out towards where we should be reaching to and using our gifts our spiritual gifts that the Apostle Paul shares as love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control, and focusing all that energy into the places that Jesus Christ needs us to be responsible. And as we look for the love that's already been produced by Jesus Christ, as we watch that love fill that hope, when we let go of the things that we don't need to hold on to so that we can reach out towards the shepherd's staff 
and grab it in actions of justifying grace, we can have a moment of pure joy and say, glory, hallelujah, Jesus Christ is mine. Glory, hallelujah, Jesus Christ is guiding me through looking towards his shepherd's staff. And glory, hallelujah, Jesus Christ has set me free from the hurts and the pains that exist in my life so that I can truly see the purity of the light of love and sitting and resting in the purity of that light of love to let that light fill hope in ways that only Jesus Christ can. And when we're sitting in hope and love, it's okay to not look for the next problem, but to look for the shepherd's staff and to say, glory, hallelujah. I rejoice in the reality that Jesus Christ has set me free and I can focus on the things that truly matter. I can refocus on the things that Jesus Christ wants me to view. And instead of letting the things that I suffer in have all the power, I can see the light of hope, feel, see the light of love, feeling the, feeling the light of hope and producing a joy that even in the darkest moments of despair, hopefully cuts even a little glimmer of a light of joy so that I can find places to smile, even though that I am at times and places of hurt and worry. That's what I want you to think about this week as we look at the, the joining together of the light of love, the light of hope, and feeding the light of joy so that the lights of Jesus Christ can cut into our places of darkness, help us refocus our eyes on places of happiness, and remind us it's okay every once in a while to shout out loud that God is love and find places of joy because of that reality. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. God is joy. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us. Let's join together in our prayer of giving. 
loving God of joy and justice, bless these gifts and your church, that they may be signs of your joy and instruments of justice for a world in need. Amen. once again for joining us and let's join together in our closing benediction we go into the world to work for justice may our work be filled with joy may our lives be filled with hope may justice be our way in the world may the peace of the lord jesus christ be with you all god is love amen <music>